Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Ladies Ordinary Podcast. I'm your host, Mariah, here again for another solo episode with you girlies. I just wanted to do a super cozy episode after the holidays. I hope everyone had a lovely Thanksgiving. I ended up staying and not going home to Alabama. I don't usually go home for Thanksgiving just because it's such a short amount of time. Um, But I spent Thanksgiving with my boyfriend and he made us some very delicious food. And we pretty much just laid around, read. Um, We started a new show, which I'm going to talk about. And we played Phase 10 several times. So all in all, it was a wonderful holiday. And I hope that you guys all had an amazing holiday as well. I hope that you really reflected on the things that you were thankful for, and that you enjoyed all of your food and time with your family. So this episode, I really wanted it to be just kind of like nice and cozy and something that you can just listen to kind of mindlessly. Um, Whether and I promise it is not going to be any type of gift guide, any type of like, here's the what you should consume. Um, as far as like buying things, I will kind of tell you a couple things that I've been eating. Um, but this is going to be a nice little relief from that. I feel like that's the only content that I'm being served right now. And I absolutely cannot handle it. It's driving me bonkers. Um, and so today I just wanted to talk about the things that have been making my life better slash little joys or wins. Um, most of these things are free. There's like a couple things that are not free, but, um, I think this is so important for this time of the year, um, nearing the holidays and actually getting close to the beginning of the new year, just taking stock in your day-to-day life, week-to-week life, your months, your year, and really take note of what is working for you and what is not working for you. So I will also be talking about some things that are not doing it for me this year or things that are making my life worse because, like, okay, obviously this episode topic kind of came to me from like through journaling and like just trying to take stock, like I said, in my day-to-day life and what's working. And I've been really bad in the past, like when I'm journaling, only writing down like things that are going well or things that are good. And so like, I'll look back at my journal from times in my life where I know I was like sliding down the bathroom wall crying every day. And the journal is so positive because (laughs) I was not being honest with myself. Um, So yeah, this is about taking stock in what is working and what is not. And so I have some of each. So let's first get into the things that have been making my life better. And I think I've talked about this before. I'm not even going to act like I think I've talked. I know I've talked about it before because I was nearly in tears after yoga class one time. Um, But yoga, yoga has made such a difference in making my life better. I am obsessed. I don't think I will ever stop doing it. And I think it has so many practical like physical benefits for your body. But also the benefit for me is such a mental game. And The biggest takeaway that I've noticed since starting to do yoga is that I've noticed a big difference in my reactivity. I, prior to doing yoga, was a very reactive person. And I still am, like, to it's not changed me, like, to my core, but it has allowed me to understand how to remove myself from a situation and kind of center myself somewhere else to, um, 
process a situation before I react, if that makes sense. Um, the second thing, and this one's a bit more serious, and some of them don't require explanation and I won't explain them, but some of them do. So the second thing that has been really making a, my life better lately is not taking my thoughts so seriously. And obviously I think that your mind is a great thing and a lovely tool for things that are very practical and rational. Um, and I just think when it comes to more like subjective choices or difficult situations that your mind for like lack of a better word can be a real pain in the ass. And I've kind of talked about this with you guys, like just doing this podcast. Um, when I talked about how it's like kind of difficult to get out of your own way and just start something. And I think your mind's biggest thing is always trying to keep you safe, whether that be something that is a physical threat or perceived as even something as simple as like being judged or like being talked about, like your mind is always trying to keep you safe from those things. And I think, I guess the best way to explain it would be like, I like to create distance between me and my thoughts because suddenly I'm finding that I can do things that my mind might be trying to tell me not to do. So like, even if it's scary or even if it might be a little bit risky, I'm able to separate myself from those thoughts and continue forward. So like the best way for me to do that is when I start having those thoughts in my mind, I actually acknowledge them as something that is trying to help me. It's almost like a conversation. It sounds so cringe when I say it out loud, but it's like, like, thank you for bringing that up. I know that you're trying to help me, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I think that that acknowledgement of it is coming from a good place. It, I don't know, for some reason it just helps me move forward. So I'm not going to, I don't have to explain myself to y'all. Um, anyway, but that has been really helping me lately and I hope I explained it well enough, but yeah, it's really like separating myself from my thoughts has been really, um, a lovely thing. The next thing, a little bit less um, deep, slip skirts. I am obsessed with slip skirts right now. Like I have this very um, gorgeous white slip skirt. It's ankle length. And I think it's the only bottoms that I've worn like out in public in the last month. Like since I got it, I wear it all the time. It can be styled so many different ways. I wear it to work. I wear it to dinner with friends. I wear it to brunch. Like I love it. The second thing and kind of like my hyper fixation, second thing, this is the fourth thing, but it's not as serious. Poaching eggs. First of all, I now think poaching eggs are superior to scrambling an egg and it's less time and less cleanup. My current hyperfixation breakfast is an English muffin toasted with a smear of cream cheese, some lox. Is that what you call like sushi grade salmon that you eat for breakfast? I know it's like lock bagel and lox, but this is on English muffin. So does the bagel make the lox or can you call it lox on an English muffin? Please let me know. Um, raw salmon with a poached egg on top. My boyfriend made this for me like a week and a half ago and I've been eating it nonstop ever since. Like every morning I make it for breakfast now. I'm obsessed. The, some of the content that I've been consuming has been a little bit, um, 
mindless and potentially even strange, but give it a chance. I've been watching, there are specific accounts on YouTube that are for like restoring old things back to their former glory, i.e. like I watched a gumball machine that was really entertaining. I watched like an old tin like toy car and they're so entertaining y'all. Like if you've never watched one, I'm going to maybe post a link to one on the Instagram story, like my favorite one. And I really just would have to urge everyone to give it a shot because it's so calming. They don't talk at all. It's just the noises of the restoration. And it is just so calming. Um, The other content that I've been watching is compilations on YouTube of people slicing things very thinly, i.e. tomato, cucumber, and bread. And that is heavenly. It is so entertaining. I don't know why it is so entertaining, but that will really suck me in as well. Um... Something that's really doing it for me lately and has been for like the past couple of months is homemade bread. We have not bought bread from the grocery store in at least three or four months because we've just been making all of our bread at home and it's not sourdough and it's not difficult. It's just a country, French country loaf and it is so amazing. I just think we should all start making our bread at home. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But it really is not that difficult. If you were interested in um, getting started, please send me a PM and I will get the recipe for you. It has been very lovely. Um, The next thing, obviously, I'm still on my green tea shit and I drink like a very large mason jar of green tea like every two days. I probably get through it like every two days. And it has been so good for my digestive health. And I can definitely tell when I'm like falling off my game. So definitely keeping that in the rotation. Um, Reading. I am getting back into reading, everyone. I have been going through a lull, but I'm back. And I started. Okay, so let me just tell you all my reading lineup because I'm currently reading two books. One of them is the second book in the Fourth Wing series. So I'm reading Iron Flame, which was that's the fantasy novel that I was talking about a couple episodes ago. And it's okay. I don't I think I actually put that in the things that are making my life worse category. So I'll talk about that later. Um, But the other book that I'm reading right now is In the Shadow of the Empress. And it's about Maria Teresa, who is the first female ruler of Austria and she is actually the mother of Marie Antoinette but she's basically like she's basically like Chris Jenner because she just she obtained power by like marrying her daughters out so she had three daughters well she had more than three daughters but the three main ones that they talk about in this book are Maria Christina which is the oldest Maria Carolina, who was married off to the ruler of Naples. And then obviously Marie Antoinette, who was married off to the King of France. So it has been such an interesting book. It talks about like how she came to power, how her dad came to power, and then it breaks off and talks about all three of the girls. And so that's a very interesting book that I'm reading currently. I'll probably finish that one before I finish Iron Flame. Um, 
in the queue, I have a little life, which I feel so silly right now because I was Googling the other day about a little life, the book. And if you've not seen it, it went kind of viral. And apparently it's a very, very sad book about a group of friends after college and just like follows them after college. And I genuinely thought it was a real story. Like I did not think it was fiction. That's why I thought everyone was so upset, but it is fiction. So that's good to know. Um, I'm also in the lineup, I have Thursday Murder Club, which I heard was supposed to be good, but I did start it before Iron Flame came in. And I was not impressed with the writing style, but I'll give it another chance. And the last one is The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna, I believe is her last name. And that was recommended to me by one of my close friends. So I think that that I'll like that one because we have pretty similar reading styles. Um, so yeah, reading has been making my life so much better. I've been trying to get up in the morning and read before I get on my phone. Um, so I've been doing that for three days. So don't let me fool you. I'm still on my phone. Um, this, the next thing is my sleep schedule. I have been on such a good sleep schedule. Like I get in bed around 930. I wake up at seven. I am no longer sacrificing my sleep to get up and work out. I will make it work throughout the day. I have the time. And look, if you only have the time to work out in the morning, I truly believe you should go to bed earlier. You should not be sacrificing your sleep to get up and work out. I think sleep is more important to your body and your health than going to work out. And I truly believe that. And don't ask me why. But I think I'm right. Um... Something that's really been making my life better lately is learning how to fuel my confidence through earned trust in myself instead of my looks, my weight, my outfit, my hair, etc. So really, the basis of this is just like making promises to yourself that you keep showing up for yourself. When you say you're going to do something, do it. It earns trust, creates confidence, period, end of story. Um, Merit eyeshadow has been something that is out of a dream. Like I can't even tell you I'm an eyeshadow girly now and not, not really because I really just use my finger to put it on and I put it in the crease of my eye, but it's so easy. So blendable. You literally cannot mess it up. Um, the next thing is my iPad. I did get an iPad and I'm obsessed. I, this kind of brings me to my next one is I've been scrolling Pinterest on my iPad, whereas I used to scroll Pinterest on my phone. And it is so magnificent and lovely. I love this iPad. Anywho, back to the Pinterest. The Pinterest of it all is that instead of scrolling on socials or like watching TikTok or scrolling on Twitter, I just scroll on Pinterest. And it has been such a game changer for me. I'm not kidding. You can find Obviously, you know, you can find literally anything on Pinterest and it's so fun to just scroll because now my Pinterest is so drinking game. Take a shot every time I say Pinterest. Um, Now my feed on there is so curated to like it knows what I like. So it is just glorious page after page. So now when I'm sitting on the couch with Mr. Fish watching his football or his basketball, I am not scrolling on my phone or like surfing the web. I'm looking at Pinterest and I'm in, in inspiring myself. So 
I definitely recommend that. If you don't understand the vibe of Pinterest, this is what I usually do. Like this is what I did last night. I went on there and I typed in like desk. Like I really just wanted to see a lot of different desks because I need a desk. And I just made a board of like all these desks that I really love. And then once you find one desk you like, you can scroll under and look at things that are related to that post. So things that are similar. And then you just have this whole board of like these gorgeous aesthetic desks. And then one day when you're going shopping for a desk, you just pull out your board and you're like, what do I like? Like what calls to me? So that's what I usually do on Pinterest. And I have different boards for like anything you can think of. Mainly I love glassware on Pinterest. Oh my gosh. Anywho. Um, okay. The show that we have been watching. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm obsessed. And it's the reason why I started reading that book about Maria Teresa and her daughters. It is called World's Greatest Palaces. And on Amazon Prime, I believe. It is so good. It talks about all these different royal palaces. Obviously, they talked about Kensington Palace. They talked about Caserta in Naples. They talk about, um, they. I think it's like eight episodes. So many different castles. But the coolest thing is they talk about the people that lived in the castles and like all the hands that it passes through. So that was really cool to learn about like, Marie Antoinette's childhood home. That's how I learned about her mom. That's how I learned about her sisters. And a lot of the people obviously are in like a lot of the different episodes because either they visited the castle or like they stayed there or it went through their hands. Like it has just been very informational and very entertaining and gorgeous. The the castles are stunning. Um, next thing is my Stanley cup. I am sorry. I am basic. I love my Stanley cup and it has changed my life. I recently got a bigger one. I had the smaller one that was a gift for my sister. And I just have to say thank you to my sister for getting me that because I don't think I ever would have bought it for myself, but she gifted me with that magic. And so then I bought the bigger one, which has been even, even more impactful because I'm just like drinking it all day. Um, okay clutter conversation. So this is what's been making my life better as far as clutter. I, every night I have been, so I'm very weird about like tabs on Safari, like on the internet browser. And I used to have like a thousand tabs open at all times. Like it would always be like, oh, you have to like delete a tab to open another one because I had so many open. And so now I have one tab open at all times. I do not need to have every tab that I've ever looked at open. And every night, not my camera roll, just my screenshots. Every night I go through my screenshots and delete what can be deleted. Um, Because like in the past, I was just screenshotting stuff that I would literally never reference again. So if I want to, if I know I'm going to want to reference it again, I'll save it, but I'll put it in a specific album, like corresponding to what it is. Um, so that's been really nice for clutter as far as like my phone. Um, and then obviously I try to get through my email every night so that I am going into the the next day fresh. Um, something that I'm just loving right now, and these are kind of go hand in hand is glassware from the thrift store. I'm obsessed. I just did a whole like candle display in Mr. Fish's house, all with 
candlestick holders that I got from the Goodwill up the street. And they're so beautiful. First of all, they're so beautiful. Some of them are real crystal. I did check. And then I've also gotten so many um, pieces of glassware from there. Some are real crystal, some are not. But I got the cutest cup ever because I think that there is just something so quaint about your toothbrush and toothpaste sitting in a cup on the counter. And it has a little dragonfly on it. It's like the thickest glass ever. I love it. And so that is on the bathroom counter with my toothbrush and toothpaste in it. And it is from the thrift store and it is just love it. Going along with the thrift store, I've been cleaning out my closet. Like once a week, I have a bag to take to Goodwill because I'm just, I'm over having a thousand pieces of clothes. I'm over like thinking I can't rewear my clothes. I'm not doing it. And I'm getting rid of the things that I'm not wearing. Just don't need them. Don't need the clutter. Don't need it. Um, Something that has been really good for me, and this might be some of like hard for some of you guys to hear is I'm not working more than 40 hours a week. Look, I don't work for myself. I work for a corporation and I get paid to work 40 hours a week and I'm not working more than 40 hours a week. I'm not working after five and that is my right and my boundary and it has made my life better. Um, Naturium lip balm. Look, I'm not going to say it's a dupe because I think it's better, but the Naturium lip balm, I believe is better than the Road lip balm and their Glow Getter body wash is life-changing. I have personally seen it change multiple lives, one of them being my own. So those are the two products I would recommend you buying. Those are like, that's the only thing I've recommended you to buy. I guess I did talk about Stanley Cup and an iPad. Anyway, um making my life better, word games in the morning. Look, I got to do my Wordle Sudoku Connections New York Time mini puzzle 30 minutes in the morning. And if they come out with another game, I'm gonna have to quit my job because I got to focus. Um, super hot bath followed by a cold shower. It's no secret. Like I've been a bath girly since I went to college. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like I was that big of a bath girly in high school. But once I got to college and I had my own apartment and my own bathroom, I just never got out of the bathtub. I think that's probably because I really wasn't friends with my roommate. So and I didn't have any friends. So I was just always in the bathtub. And I remember I got these water speakers. (laughs) Do y'all remember the water speakers that you could plug into your phone and like the speaker actually had water in it. And so when the bass hit, the water would go up and it was like different colors. I had those from Bed Bath & Beyond. And I was just always in the bathtub in the dark with those water speakers on. Anyway, still do that to this day. And there are actual health benefits. It has been proven that, well, they did a study and they took 40 people and they took a bath at least four times a week. And it was, it showed that it lessened their depression. Okay. And I was part of that study. Um, it also raises your core body temp and may positively affect cardiovascular health, glycemic control, and chronic low-grade ugh, chronic low-grade inflammation. Though I did read that somewhere, I read somewhere that if your skin is red when you get out of the bathtub, it's too hot. So that's alarming. So I don't think that's true because I always look like I have exited hell when I get out of the bathtub. 
Um, So I'm just choosing not to retain that piece of information. Okay, the next one is habit tracker over a planner. And this kind of ties into the whole theme of this episode of just like taking stock of my life and the things that are um, making me feel better, things that are making me feel worse. And so in my habit tracker, I find that it's more beneficial to me than a planner because I'm writing down habits that I want to do, but then I'm also taking stock of my day and writing down habits that I did unintentionally. And they might not be the best habit, but at least I'm then aware that I'm doing it. So like if I scrolled on Instagram on my phone for 25 minutes, I have to write that down in my habit tracker. And then I can look back over the week of like, okay, I scroll on Instagram for 25 minutes this amount of times. My whole mindset around the habit tracker is that People say practice makes perfect, but really practice just makes things easier. So you really need to be mindful of the things that you're practicing, quote unquote, every day. And you need to be honest with yourself about the habits that maybe are not contributing to your life in a positive way. So I try to do that, take stock at the end of the week and understand where I can change and improve. I believe that's everything that's on my doing it for me list, my not doing it for me. Obviously, I said Iron Flame is not doing it for me. I'm sorry, I'm probably have like 100 pages left. And I feel like nothing has happened the entire book. Like, it's like 623 pages. I probably have like 150 pages left. Crickets. Like, I'm just not entertained. Um, Also, the next thing, I really can't find a single pair of shoes that I like right now. Like the only thing I wear really are my Sambas and then like my ballet flats, which is fine with me. But I'm so, so, so annoyed by the freaks on the internet who act like they're like, you guys do not wear Sambas anymore. Like they're so out. But buy these instead if you want to be on trend. Girl, what? Like, I love my Sambas. I have them in two colors. I have them in white and black and green. And I will wear them forever because I think they are the best sneakers. They are so comfortable. They go with everything. And shut up. Maybe I don't even want to be on trend. How about that? Um, yeah, I guess I'm just annoyed by the overconsumption of our society because I also put consumerism Christmas on here because we need to start getting real with ourselves, people. You need to start questioning these influencers because it is not normal to do a um, decor haul to Target every year and you're buying like $500 worth of stuff. Like that's not a small haul and it's not normal. Like think about our parents when we were young. We, I could tell you like every Christmas decor piece that my mom had because we had the same decor. We never bought new Christmas decor unless something was like broken, like If the lights on the tree were broken, then we'd get more lights. Like, some of these people are so weird to me. And I know it's because they get money based off these links and, like, that's how they earn their living. But, like, we all just need to be very hyper aware that that is how they are making their living. Like, you really don't need to go get Christmas sheets for every bed in your house. That's not normal. Okay? It's not. And it's really kind of weird. Um, and I'm just on the topic of gift giving in general, like 
one of my friends was talking like she has a young child she's like I'm so stressed on like what to get my son and like I don't have anything for him for Christmas and I just like on the topic of gift giving first of all if you have a small child and you're stressing because you don't know what to get him or her or you just don't feel like you have the funds to do that right now don't get that child a present I'm sorry that might be controversial you do not have to get a one-year-old a plethora of Christmas presents. You can wrap up the remote and they will be happy. Okay, please do not put yourself in a bind. Like you still have to provide for your child the day after Christmas. So just think about that. The second thing, you also, if even if you don't have kids, you have to provide for yourself as well. So all these gift guides that I'm seeing circulating the internet And they're like, here's, first of all, they're so niche. Like, they're like, here's what to get your sporty, bow, clean girl who loves to ride horses, it girl. Like, please give me a break. All of these gift guides are crazy. And honestly, a lot of them feature like some very expensive things. And I just want you to know that you don't have to get the most expensive present for everyone in your family. If you have the means, that's lovely. But please do not put yourself in a bind to where you're like sliding down the wall in January because you spent so much money on Christmas presents. Because I promise you, at least for me personally, I would much rather get a thoughtful small gift or like I don't like even really think you have to get your family and friends a gift. But if you do, like just make it something thoughtful, just make it something small and just it doesn't have to be this extravagant thing that all these people that are posting links to the most expensive thing that you've ever seen are getting money off of. Like, let's think logically about why they might post the most expensive thing you've ever seen if they're getting a commission off of the click and the purchase. Okay, next, um, Starbucks and Duncan are done. I'm so done with getting coffee, not at home. I... And passed it. I've really been past Starbucks ever since they raised the free drink limit from 150 stars to 200 stars. I don't know why. It felt like I got to 150 stars so quickly. 200 unattainable, not doing it. Deleted the app, not doing it. I never really drank Dunkin', but just the concept of like not having coffee at home for me is not doing it for me. Um, laundry detergent is out. And I'm not telling you not to wash your clothes. I'm just going to tell you what I use to wash my clothes. I use um, a simple cleaning vinegar, like a white vinegar and baking soda. And I have been doing this for years, like since I was in college, because I have very sensitive skin. And this is something that my sister, my oldest sister, Bethany, put me on to because she is very clean with all of her products. And basically, I hate, one, I hate the scent of laundry detergent, but laundry detergents can really build up on your clothes and make them wear quicker. So when you need to strip your clothes of all the buildup of laundry detergent, you would soak them in baking soda and vinegar. So that's just what I use to wash my clothes now. I put, you put a little bit more vinegar than you do baking soda. So I do like one scoop of baking soda and one and a half scoops of vinegar and then put all my clothes in and it's lovely. They come out clean and they don't smell like stench of laundry detergent. Like I can't stand that smell. So that's not doing it for me. 
Now, the two things that I feel like are actually making my life worse right now is one, because I'm making my lovely coffee at home, I have been drinking way too much caffeine. I typically start my day with collagen water and a coffee on an empty stomach. And so baseline, I'm just really jittery to start my day, which I don't feel like the caffeine is helping me be more productive throughout the day. I feel like it's just giving me anxiety. So I will continue drinking it like into the afternoon because I'm making it at home and I'll just, you know, make more whenever I want it. So that is something that I really need to work on is getting more water in my system, just less coffee, more of other liquids. Second, maybe I shouldn't just say other liquids, like more water, less coffee. How about that? The second thing I feel is it's kind of a twofold thing. I just feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm spending way too much time on my phone and I am not proud of that. And I think it's actually starting to, um, it's something that I've noticed obviously throughout my habit tracking that it is kind of affecting my time management because I'm starting to look at different things on my phone and it is affecting the the outcome of my day and how I feel about my day at the end of the day. Like maybe I didn't get all the things done that I would have liked to get done. So I am definitely going to be working on that starting yesterday. I have been turning my phone off um, around nine o'clock and putting it in the kitchen. And then I sleep obviously in my room (laughs) and I sleep without my phone because I don't use an alarm clock. Um, I just wake up with the sun and So yeah, that is something that I'm working on. Obviously, I know that is not original and probably a lot of people could say the same thing, Um, but it's what I'm struggling with. So there you go. The last thing I want to say and something that has made my life significantly better is removing myself from other people's business and living in a way that I don't concern myself with the decisions of other people. So with that being said... All of the things that I've said here that I don't connect with, if I miss something that you do that you really connect with, I am not here to yuck anybody's yum at all. Just because I don't connect with those things or they don't do it for me doesn't mean they don't do it for someone, but I just wanted to give that as a PSA. (laughs) I harbor no judgment for anyone who makes any decision because I think we all have our reasonings and our right to do whatever we want. And... Yeah, just take what I say with a grain of salt. I'm sure that you will. But just wanted to, you know, leave that as a precursor. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Ladies Ordinary. If you enjoyed this episode, or if you did not, please leave me a rating and review. But only if you enjoyed it, actually. If you didn't enjoy it, maybe skip that part. And please be sure to follow uh, the podcast on Instagram at The Ladies Ordinary on Instagram. And... That's that. I'll see you next week.